Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and patriots of all ages, welcome to the midweek edition of In Black and Right. We are the new definition of color commentary, and as always, I am your host, Jerry Brooks, the baby-faced assassin of conservatism, fighting for free speech, freedom of thought, because groupthink just doesn't cut it in this world. And if you'd like to get a hold of us, you can always send an email to inblackandright at gmail.com. You can also check out our website, inblackandright.net. And we are quite happy and excited to announce that we will be starting uh, later this week our fundraiser to go to CPAC, Texas, the first week of August. The In Black and Right Lone Star Tour 2022. And we've gotten, even before we've officially put up our fundraiser, which will be on Give, Send, Go, we've uh, got a super fan who actually uh, gave us a contribution uh, even before uh, we really got officially started. So we're looking forward to a fantastic time in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. Uh, going to do it Texas style. Already been to Florida, and now we're going to go and see how they do it in Texas. So, anyway, my friends, today, oh my goodness, oh my goodness. Well, still the big news is Elon Musk and his purchase of Twitter. Though it's not official as of yet, it still has to go through regulatory uh, protocols and and it probably won't even be done until after the uh, midterm elections. Hmm, interesting timing there. But the American press is predictably just going all bonkers and freaking out and just being just mean and spiteful and, and all of that. So, But I wanted to take a look a little bit at how maybe the foreign press is dealing with all of this and I wanted to play uh, a story it's about well, couple, less than a couple of minutes but this is from the BBC and how they are looking at this story from across the pond so I'd like to play that for you just to give you a little bit of a different perspective let's go Elon Musk usually tweets cryptic messages there was nothing cryptic about his reaction to the news that Twitter had accepted his offer. But people here in Silicon Valley are rubbing their eyes with disbelief. The world's richest man, now the owner of one of the most influential social media platforms. Twitter isn't the most used social media site in the world, but it is hugely influential. World leaders like Joe Biden, Narendra Modi, Emmanuel Macron and Boris Johnson are all on it. When it comes to news generation, Twitter has no comparison. But for years, people, particularly on the right, have said that Twitter stifles free speech. 
Donald Trump's sensational lifetime ban from the platform is held up as a seminal moment, a sitting president's megaphone removed by big tech. Elon Musk says he wants to bring back free speech to the platform. Mr. Musk will now have to deal with conspiracy theorists, disinformation campaigns and hate speech. The danger is that Twitter, without moderation, could become poisonous. Hi everyone. Joe Biden, spokesperson, confirmed the president wants more moderation, not less. No matter who owns or runs uh, Twitter, uh, the president has long been concerned about the power of large social media platforms, uh, what they ha the power they have over our everyday lives, has long argued that tech platforms must be held accountable for the harms they cause. But for now, Elon Musk is rejoicing. Twitter is now his personal plaything. He's the new undisputed king of Twitter. Well, well, well. <clears throat> Interesting how so many people have this problem with the concept of free speech and the fact that the world's richest man now controls one of its largest uh, conduits uh, for any type of social media and wants to turn it into a truly free speech platform. Well, now, now of course, now we hear people like Joe Biden, you've got Barack Obama, they want moderation, quote, um, in air quotes. Moderation, in other words, in liberal speak, is essentially censorship. They want control of the levers of information. This is a huge part of the information war that is being launched, not just here in the United States, but in other countries as well. I mean, good grief. Look what's going on with the Ukraine situation. And Zelensky is playing social media and the Western media just like Vladimir Putin has to a degree. It's an information war. And we even have on Capitol Hill, even Republicans acting like fanboys for Zelensky, thinking that somehow he is the Winston Churchill of the 21st century, of which he is most assuredly not. So that makes me real nervous. And even for my conservative friends, and I've said this before, yes, Elon Musk did a good thing, but we're not really going to know what's going to happen when he officially takes full control and he makes it private and what are our nation's governmental entities like our foreign policy entity the state department uh, the pentagon our nation's intelligence agencies who have a very vested interest in keeping certain narratives out there what are we going to do hmm i do not know but it's, it's not, I'm not really in that much of a hurry to sign up for, for a Twitter account. I've never had a Twitter account myself personally, but am I going to like race and get online and get one? No, not yet. I want to see what happens because this is one of those kind of like it's the honeymoon phase of the relationship 
And people are like, oh, let's get on Twitter. Oh, they're going to bring President Trump back. It's like, no, no, not quite. I'm not quite there yet. Now, President Trump has got True Social, and he's working on that. And I'm waiting to get on it because I don't have an iPhone, and that's okay. Because I have more confidence in President Trump and his people than I do Elon Musk and his thoroughly disgruntled employees who are just twits, of tw the twits of Twitter, who are just having so many cows. I mean, my gosh, you know. I mean, you could have a deluge of these mindless, moronic millennials who are now having to deal with the fact that they are not the center of the universe, their word, their mindset, their worldview really doesn't mean anything because now they've got a new sheriff in town. I don't know what's going to happen with these people. I've already done a video uh, on our Rumble page yesterday about what these people can do, but I'm still cautiously optimistic but I'm still not ready to jump on the conservative Twitter bandwagon. Not quite there yet. But, as I often learned, time is the great determiner of a lot of things. Well now, taking a little bit of a different turn, uh, looking at some of the most recent news. Now, yay happy, we have a federal judge who is blocking the Biden administration from ending Title 42 uh, at the southern border on May 23rd. And, as, and just this is a story from Newsmax. A federal judge in Louisiana said on Monday that he intends to rule that the U.S. authorities cannot immediately proceed with plans to lift plan pandemic restrictions that empowered U.S. agents at the Mexico border to turn back migrants without a chance to seek asylum. And this ruling up, would upend a decision made by the CDC to terminate the so-called Title 42 border order by May 23rd. Title 42 allows U.S. authorities to rapidly expel migrants to Mexico and other countries without the chance to seek asylum. So that's nice and that's helpful. Now, if you use the uh, Lord Fauci approach, that judge should never have been able to make that decision on a CDC ruling. Well, now, once again, uh, Lord Fauci, the great lord of all science, yep, has probably another reason to gripe, moan, and complain but, son, you got major credibility problems as it stands because even Democrats know, incumbents and Democrat hopefuls know that if Title 42 goes away and the Biden administration is still hell-bent for leather to get rid of it on May the 23rd, and probably in spite of this federal judge's ruling, it's still going to be a summer of invasion. It's Invasion USA, summer of 2022. And the border states, well, actually every state's going to be a border state because the amount 
of illegal immigrants that are going to come through is going to be absolutely staggering and mind-blowing and they are going to be shipped everywhere as a matter of fact i talked to a gentleman who showed me a picture of a group of illegal immigrants who were let off in the town i live in i'm like whoa hold up the little town in north central florida i live in gets these people and I can assure you, it's not making Governor DeSantis a happy man. It's totally not making him a happy man. Because he's going to have to end up taking these folks. You know, who knows? He might do what Governor Abbott did in Texas. Send them to D.C., send them to Delaware, send them somewhere. But hey, we can't deal with this. And, well, already you have Democrats who are already nervous they are hemorrhaging and i do mean hemorrhaging support not just among hispanics 26 percent approval among hispanics 26 percent approval among independents now and it's not all that great for black americans either i'm don't have the unfortunately i don't have the proper numbers right now i haven't seen the latest polling but it cannot be good so yeah this so we're just gonna have to keep an eye on this and see what happens i mean we're almost at the beginning of the month of may so this is going to be really a countdown to essentially the border rush i mean this is going to be like the land rush days back in the 1800s except okay how many people can we get across the border you know and already you have the tragic death of a Texas National Guardsman who was trying to save an illegal immigrant in the Rio Grande River. Now, that Guardsman's body has been recovered, and interestingly enough, it was a black guy. Now, I don't want to bring race into it, but since Democrats are ignoring the fact that a black American risked and lost his life trying to save an illegal immigrant. The, the, the illegal immigrant was fine, but now it's costing American lives, not just those from other countries. But nope, don't want to talk about that. Nope, 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 didn't happen. I mean, it's almost like some weird, sick Jedi mind trick. No, this did not happen. The guardsman didn't die. The borders are fine. The borders are secure. Yeah, right. Whatever. Ugh. Please give us a break. I mean, I love how the media and the Biden administration and the Democrats think people are just plain dumb. Now, in some cases, they're right. But in the vast majority of cases, people are paying attention and have been paying attention. They've seen prices at the gas pump. They've seen grocery store shelves, some with things on them, some not. But we are paying attention, folks. We are. And that's what scares the absolute crap out of the Democrats because we are paying attention. So hang on. This, is, this story is anything but over. But I have to throw in a little something from 
here in beautiful Florida. Apparently, uh, with Governor DeSantis signing the bill that are stripping away the special privileges for Disney, uh, for Disney World. Now, the Reedy Creek Improvement District, which is essentially Disney World down there in Orlando, is going to be real interesting because recently their board of directors for Reedy Creek met and they're at some point they are now going to have to meet and discuss the Governor DeSantis's bill and the dissolution of the Reedy Creek Improvement District and all the other uh, special improvement districts around the state of Florida which there are about half a dozen of them and so now these guys and gals in the Board of Supervisors for Reedy Creek are now in full freak out they're hating it they're hating life they're hating Governor DeSantis well of course <laughs> they're gonna hate him because the man is about to end 55 years of tax of taxpayer subsidies and all kinds of autonomy that they've enjoyed since the late 1960s and we're talking not just in the Orlando area which is Orange County Florida Osceola County as well Disney has theme parks in both counties now with all those special privileges gone I mean they could build Disney up until now could build a <clears throat> nuclear power plant if they wanted they could build all kinds of roads and infrastructure without having to deal with the Department of Transportation or any other governmental entity county or state I mean it's crazy I mean these are taxpayer subsidized things that they could been able to do for over half a century now because Disney couldn't op just couldn't resist opening its big mouth thinking they're all that and with all that money and they're going to try to push the toughest governor in the country into bending to their will <laughs> are you freaking serious it's like and Disney had it coming my mother used to tell us kids when we were younger never write a check that your ass can't cash and this is what happened with Disney they wrote the check they couldn't cash it and now June the 1st 2023 they lose all their special privileges which now means they are going to have to deal with per zoning issues permit issues county income and property taxes well I mean not income but property taxes and so forth because there is no state income tax in Florida but they're gonna have to pay they're gonna have to do everything like every other corporation in the state of Florida no tax incentives no tax breaks nothing they are going to have to do it like everybody else and with, given the fact that Disney is hemorrhaging money, losing all kinds of value, its stock is plummeting, 
Disney Plus subscriptions are going the way of the dinosaur, this is just going to, is it going to be a mess? And the fact that they have openly, openly declared war on families, pushing their not-so-secret gay agenda in all of their movies and all of their TV shows, it's done. Disney is pretty much done. It's just a matter of taking the patient off of life support. So this is going to be another fascinating Oh, what? DeSantis is so mean. He's such a bully. Oh, shut up, people. Just shut up. You brought this on yourselves. Okay? You just brought it on yourselves. And apparently you cannot seem to grasp this very simple concept. So, what can you do? Just basically grin and bear it and cowboy up and get a spine. Because, uh, Pretty much, you're you're done. But you know what can you do, folks? But oh mercy! <clears throat> One last little thing for today. Now, Ilhan Omar is absolutely a mess. Anybody with half a brain can figure this out. Now, she not only manages to tick off people here in the United States. Uh, with her very anti-American rhetoric, and yes, I said it, I don't care if she's a Muslim woman, I don't care if she's a woman of color, her and the rest of her witches coven, and I'm talking AOC, Ayanna Presley, Rashida Tlaib, Cori Bush, the whole stinking lot of them, they are a mess. They're not a squad, they're a witches coven. And now, all of a sudden, here comes Ilhan Omar who apparently not only can tick off people here in the United States with her foolishness, now she has to go overseas and do it. And this story from the New York Post, just a little bit ago, uh, I'd say less, less than a week ago, apparently Ilhan Omar, by herself, with no sanctioning by the State Department, or anybody in the American government goes over to Pakistan. Now, okay, that's bad enough. Going over to someone that we don't exactly have the world's greatest relationship with. But then she has the unmitigated gall to go to Kashmir with Pakistani officials. Now, Kashmir is currently under dispute between India and Pakistan. And India was not thrilled at all. Not at all. As a matter of fact, just reading the story from the New York Post, it was dated the 21st, but holy cow, India was not happy, to say the least. And I want to read just a little bit of the story, and this was a statement from the spokesman for India's Ministry of External Affairs. And they said, and I quote, we have noted that she has visited a part of Indian Union territory of Jammu and Kashmir that is currently illegally occupied by Pakistan. 
Let me say that if such a politician wishes to practice her own narrow-minded politics at home, that may be her business. But violating our territorial integrity and sovereignty in its pursuit makes it ours. And we think this visit is con condemnable. I'm like, oh, ouch. Ouch. Man. Who could, who would have thunk that? She, I do not know what her problem is. I don't know what the squad's problem is. I mean, they are just a group of people who are nothing, who are nothing more than a comprehensive psychiatric evaluation or evaluations, plural, in search of patients. And that is the squad or the witch's coven. It's interchangeable in my mind. And to go over and tick off one of our allies, India, the largest democracy on the planet with over one billion people, only an Ilhan Omar can be that brain dead, go to India's enemy, go up to Kashmir, which is currently disputed territory, and managed to tick off, I mean really tick off, one of our greatest allies in that region. Ugh. I mean, yeah, well, she's certainly not going to be Secretary of State, and certainly no ambassador, but to have a member of the United States Congress go over and do something that diplomatically brain dead, only... Ilhan Omar, well, maybe not only Omar, but any member of the squad could do that and create essentially an international incident. Well, and I'm hoping that her opponent, Royce White, in Minnesota, who's running against her, I hope he wins because this woman, you take out any member of the squad and... Oh my goodness, you will have a miracle on your hands. Yay happy. But this woman, and the fact that it didn't get a whole lot of coverage here in the States, and Nancy Pelosi, of course, well, she did it on her own. Well, excuse you, Nancy, but that's not boding well for your party, and it's impending shellacking. At least I sincerely hope it's a shellacking. Because I'm not 100% certain that it's going to be all that huge. But I could be wrong. So, uh, Lord help us. Anyway, folks, let me just say thank you again for listening. Greatly appreciate you stopping by and downloading. Uh, check out our website in blackandright.net. Subscribe and Subscribe to our website, or you can uh, simply go to any of our social media platforms on Getter, on Rumble, and other uh, media platforms. You Like and subscribe and follow us. We'd love to have you. So, have yourself a terrific rest of the week. God bless you guys, and remember that patriots come in all colors.